Welcome to your High Vibration Life podcast with Robin Openshaw, also known online as the Green Smoothie Girl. When you're living your high vibration life, you're healthier in every way. You're more productive, creative, peaceful, and loving. Your high vibration life is calling. And now your host, Robin Openshaw. Hey everyone, it's Robin Openshaw, the Green Smoothie Girl, and this is Your High Vibration Life. And today I am delighted to introduce you to a friend of mine. You probably know who he is. We are very blessed to have on the show today, Noah St. John. He is known as the Power Habits Mentor, and he's been famous for many years now for inventing the concept of affirmations. And what he loves to talk about is how to help busy people achieve personal and financial freedom. He's the author of 10 books that have been translated into 12 languages, and his latest bestseller is The Book of Affirmations, published by Hay House. He talks about in his coaching programs, the secret sauce for personal and for business growth. Noah has been on ABC, NBC, CBS, Fox, the Hallmark Channel. You can get his new book free at noahstjohn.com. You don't spell out saint. It's just noahstjohn.com. And we'll put this in the show notes for you. So welcome, Noah St. John, to the show. Thank you so much, Robin. I'm so excited to be here with you today. Well, when I think about high vibration, I think about you. You seem to take very seriously. You're a public speaker. You travel all over. I was really so delighted to get a personal invitation from you. I think earlier this year it was um, you and Babette were in town and you spoke. And so I got to hear you speak. And then we had dinner. You're married to the loveliest Babette, and you have accomplished so much in your life, and I'm really excited for you to share with us. So you are known as the Power Habits Mentor. You help people be more successful. Tell tell us more about what you do. Well, what what I've done, Robin, is uh, first of all, thank you so much for that introduction. I really appreciate that, and uh, it's really an honor. And uh, what I do is I help people basically do three things, which is get unstuck, find their voice, and automate their business. Those are the three main things that people come to me with saying, basically, Noah, you know, I've spent all this money, I've gone to all the gurus, and I've tried everything, and I'm still spinning my wheels. I'm still stuck. I, I, I want to break through in my life, and I want to, whether it's in money, whether it's in your business, whether it's in your health, your relationships, uh, or just a, a feeling of happiness, fulfillment, freedom, whatever it is that they want to break through to, uh, that's what they come to me for. And so that's what I help people do. And one of the ways that I do that, as you mentioned, is with this system, this formula that I developed called the power habits. And what that's short for is for the power habits of unconsciously successful people. So what I mean by that is there are a lot of people out there who, of course, are very successful in teaching about the secrets of success. And, you know, that's awesome. And the problem, though, is that a lot of people like I just mentioned, have, have gone to all these programs from all these successful people, and yet those people are still stuck. So I'm like, why is there such a gap between the the people who are really successful and everybody else, even the people going to all those programs and spending and investing their hard-earned money? So that was a question that vexed me for many, many years because, of course, I was one of those people that was really struggling, that was going to all these programs and going, what is missing here? And nobody could answer that question for me. So I had to finally just figure it out on my on my own. And when I re- it was like an aha moment that I realized 
that these highly successful people are doing things unconsciously that they actually can't teach you. And so one of the concepts that I came up with many years ago uh, is this, this concept of the power habits of unconsciously successful people, meaning that when you get, uh, when, when you're trying to do something new, we go through those four stages of competence that I'm sure most of us are familiar with. You have the unconscious incompetence, that means you don't know that you don't know. Then you have conscious incompetence, which means you know that you don't know. Then you have the conscious competence, which means you know and you're doing it, but you're still thinking about it because it's a new skill or a new habit. And then we get to that fourth level, which is unconscious competence, which means you're doing the thing without thinking about it. So what I realize is that these people that I call the naturals of success are unconsciously competent at allowing themselves to succeed, which means that all of the good stuff that they're doing, they really aren't consciously aware of it, which means they can't teach it, which means that that's what's actually causing the gap. And so the fact that I teach the power habits of unconsciously successful people, that's what closes the gap and enables people to get unstuck and really explode their business, make more money, lose the weight, whatever it is that they're trying to do in their lives. So even though the magic sauce is in the unconscious competence, you can actually learn unconscious competence? We, yes, you can. And and the point is that, yes, of course, you can learn how to become unconsciously competent, just like when you're trying to do any new skill or habit. So the classic example is driving a car, right? When you're when you're a little kid, you know, you don't even know anything about driving a car. You don't know that you don't know. Right. And then you get to, you know, a certain age, you go, huh, I think I'd like to have a car. Right. I like to be able to drive like these adults because I want to have freedom and be able to go where I want, you know, further than a bicycle. And then you get to that point where you're taking driver's ed and, you know, of course, you don't know what you're doing. It's very awkward and so on. And, you know, you hopefully don't hit anything or anybody, but, you know, you get to that conscious competence. And then, of course, now for most people who are driving, you know, you are literally unconsciously competent. You absolutely don't think about it and you're doing everything but thinking about driving a car while you're driving a car. So the point is that it can be that way with the phenomenon called success. You can actually learn the steps, learn what the naturals are doing that they can't teach you, not because they're mean or something. It's just they're unconsciously competent. They they had these skills, these habits, or, you know, they just were ingrained. It was ingrained in them since a very early age, and it became so unconscious that they don't think about it anymore. That's why it took a nerd like me to break it down step by step so that everybody can do it. Well, that is quite the teaser. I want to learn more about it. I know that you teach what you consider to be the most vital tip to helping people be more successful. But before we get into that, I heard that you had a crazy encounter with a zip line. Can you tell me about that? <laughs> yes, I did. I did. Well, uh, as you mentioned, my my beautiful wife, Babette, and um, she's a total adventure junkie and I'm a nerd. So, you know, of course, we just go great together. And, um, but I, you know, she just loves to do all these crazy things. So for our honeymoon, we were planning our honeymoon and she said, Hey, Noah, I really want to go zip lining. Now, this is something that I had no desire to do whatsoever. And I'm like, how can I get out of this? Right? No, you're like, um, you're like, how much do I love this woman? Yeah. I love, right. Exactly. I didn't want to look like a wimp to my new bride. So I said, sure, honey, you know, inside I'm, I'm, you know, terrified and scared and nervous. But anyway, I said, sure, sure. And, you know, I kind of didn't think about it. Then we get there. We get to the, this uh, island in the Caribbean, St. Kitts. And 
we uh, did this training and they, we get to this location. It's in the middle of this rainforest in, in this Caribbean island. And they give us these training, these big, you know, large dudes and they're, you know, big, strong, muscular guys. And they're giving, giving us this training and everything. And then they load us into this truck and we drive up and up and up a mountain, this dirt road, like, you know, a mile and a half up a mountain. And I'm, I'm getting more and more scared, more and more nervous. You know, I'm sweating, my heart's pounding and I'm going, oh my gosh, I've never, you know, I'm really scared. So then they, we all pile out and, and we get on this little wooden platform and we're way up in the mountains. And, you know, one of these big dudes who's the guide, he, he just straps himself on and he goes, you know, out to infinity. And we don't, you don't even see it. You can't even see where he ends up. And I'm like, holy cow. And then one of the other big dudes looks at me and he goes, okay, you're next. Now, at that moment, my heart is beating so hard and so fast. I mean, I feel like I'm going to pound out of my chest. I'm, I'm so scared. And I realized at that moment, Robin, that I had three choices. And the first choice that I had was I could just say, forget it. I'm too scared and go back, you know, and just say, I'm not even doing this and just go back. And then I realized in the next moment, well, I can't go back because the truck's already gone. What am I going to do? Walk a mile and a half down a mountain? You know, I could get eaten by a crocodile. Who knows what's going to happen? So I said, well, I can't do that. That's out. The second choice I had was, well, I could just stay here. I say, you know what? I'm, I'm not even moving forward because I'm too afraid. And I'm just going to stand right here with my arms folded and say, forget it. And I realized, of course, I can't do that either, right? Because they're not going to just leave me there in the middle of a rainforest. I can't stay where I am. So I realized that the only choice that I had in that moment of sheer terror was to go forward. So my head was saying to me, we are definitely going to die right now. <laughs> we're going to die right here on my honeymoon. And I'm absolutely certain we're going to die. But then I had another thought, which was, now, wait a second. I just saw a big strong, muscular guy go ahead of me and he didn't die. And mathematically speaking, he weighs more than I do, you know, because I'm not that big. And so he, you know, he's a big, huge guy. And I said, now, wait a minute, he didn't die because we didn't hear screams of death or anything. And I'm like, he must be all right. And they must have safety precautions and all this. So maybe I won't die. And so, of course, I took that step of faith. It wasn't a leap of faith. It was just a step, you know, off that platform. But I went, this is, and of course, I had a great time. And now I lead ziplining adventures for my dream mastermind. So, the long story short, the reason I share that story uh, is to help people realize that, you know, there's a lot of times we think things that aren't true, right? We think we can go back to the way it was, but we actually can't. You can't go back, right? In business and life, whatever. Hey, the past is gone. You can't go back. You can't recapture that no matter how great it may have been or how lousy it was. We have to let it go. Also, we can't stay where we are. Right. We can't just stay in place and go, well, I'll just stay here and I'm sure everything will be fine. You know, there's an old saying that if you if you stand in the middle of the road, you're going to be run over by traffic going in both directions. And so the point is that the only choice we really have is to step forward, take that step of faith. And I, I always say to, you know, people at my seminars or my clients, I say, hey, it's not a leap of faith. You don't have to take a leap of faith. Just take a step. And then maybe take the next step. You know, you can just take little baby steps. You don't have to go crazy and, you know, take a crazy leap because actually highly successful people don't do that, right? They just take a step and then they see how it goes and they take another step. And what's also great is to see if other people went ahead of you and did it and they didn't die, you know, like in that example that I shared. So anyway, that's just a, a story I like to share with folks to realize, hey, sometimes we think things that aren't actually true. You know, and another thing that I like about your zipline story is that, you know, fear is possibly the lowest vibration emotion. We, on an earlier episode, we talked about how anger will always bring your vibe down. It's always going to cause you to suffer. It's, you know, drinking poison and hoping the person who gave you the glass of poison dies. But 
anger and fear are right down there in the bottom. And I heard a saying the other day that you don't have to conquer your fear. You just have to do it anyway. about affirmations I know that that's like you know you are the guy out there everybody knows what an affirmation is but you are the one really championing it and what I love about it is we've talked a little bit about this on the show already about how words carry a charge and the words you use to describe yourself to even think about yourself even words you don't say out loud words and thoughts are changing your body's energetic fields in in split seconds and so tell me about affirmations and you know where people can get your affirmations. We'll mention later that um, you're giving to viewers of our show can get your book, Get Rid of Your Head Trash, free. And that'll resonate. So if you feel like you resonate with the idea of, I've got some head trash going on, and hey, who doesn't? When I find that my head trash is like slowing me down, I feel it. And the reason I feel it is because I live a high vibration life, right? I'm ziplining most of the time. And when the zipline comes to a screeching halt. I, how, how much further can we take this metaphor? I bet we could go all kinds of places with it, Noah. But it's time It's time to look at what is what has got me stuck here. So I'd love to hear about affirmations. And then I want, I know you have some great tips about three huge mistakes that smart people make that keep them stuck. So affirmations, and then tell me about that. Absolutely. So of course, we all know, everybody listening to this program knows what an affirmation is. An affirmation is a statement of something you want to be true. So a classic affirmation might be, I am rich. You say, I am rich. And your brain says, yeah, right. You know, for most people, and I've done this experiment all around the world, you know, literally with audiences from Australia to Costa Rica, Mexico, all over the US and Canada. And that's exactly what happens. They say, I am rich. And then everybody starts laughing. I go, what are you laughing at? They say, well, I don't believe it. Well, you just said you were. Yeah, but I don't believe it. So that's the classic problem, frankly, with affirmations, the way we've been taught for decades, which is that, well, you say these positive statements, but we don't believe them. So I was literally um, in 1997, I was a broke, divorced college student living, you know, I had maybe $800 to my name and I was living in this tiny little dorm room. And I've been using these affirmations for years, just like the books told me to do, you know, being a good little nerd and all that stuff and following directions. And I never, never got what I wanted. I was very frustrated, very upset. And, you know, I was like, this is nuts because I'm doing everything they tell me and it's not working. I was so frustrated. And so one morning in April, 1997, I got in the shower and I was thinking about this, you know, and you ever notice you get those great ideas in the shower, those aha moments. Well, this was literally, and in my book of affirmations that you mentioned, you know, from Hay House, I call it the shower that changed everything because it literally was a shower that changed my life. And now, you know, tens of thousands of lives around the world. So on that particular morning, that particular shower, I was thinking about that. I was going, why is it that I've been using these affirmations, doing everything they told me to do, and it's just not working? There's got to be a better way. There's got to be something they're not telling us. But what is it? And I started to think about, well, what is what are we talking about here? Well, we're talking about beliefs, because if you want to change your life, you have to change your beliefs. So I knew that part was true because I certainly didn't have the life that I wanted. And I knew my beliefs weren't very good. So I said, I've been killing myself trying to change these beliefs, but I'm just I'm running into a brick wall every time. And I said, well, so well, what is a belief? And I said, well, a belief is just a thought. OK, but what is thought? And the more that I thought about that single question, what is thought? I realized that human thought is really the process of asking and searching for answers to questions. 
and I'll prove it to you. So this is another thing I like to do in my seminars. I say, okay, everybody, now I'm gonna ask you a question and I want you to see what happens. Okay, ready? Why is the sky blue? Why is the sky blue? And everybody sits for a moment, they go, well, uh-huh. And I go, okay, now wait a minute, what just happened in your brain? And they go, well, I was thinking about the question, right? I, I was, I said, you were searching for an answer, weren't you? They go, yeah. And so I say, well, isn't that amazing that that happened automatically? In fact, you couldn't not do it? And they go, well, yeah, you're right. I said, well, isn't that amazing that that's what thought is? We put in a question and then the brain searches for the answer. So going back to the shower, I said, I was standing there in the shower going, no, wait a minute. It's true that if you ask a question, your brain automatically searches for the answer. So I said, no, wait a second. Why are we going around making statements we don't believe when the human brain operates using questions? Why don't we just cut out the middleman? And I said, well, I don't know. What would that look like? Well, let's see. You've got the statement, for example, I am rich. And your brain goes, yeah, right. So what would the question be? Why am I so rich? Huh, wait a minute, why am I so rich? Now, when you ask that question, what has to happen in your brain? You have to search for the answer. So I said, wait a second, what if instead of saying these statements that we really don't believe, there's nothing wrong with the statement, it's just that we don't believe it, what if we start asking empowering questions? And wouldn't that have to lead to empowering answers and wouldn't that have to change our lives and i said i was standing there in the shower april 1997 and i said holy cow i think i just invented something <laughs> and so i had to give it a name and the name that i gave it was affirmations a-f-f-o-r-m-a-t-i-o-n-s and just to finish the story I literally said, wow, this could really change a lot of lives if I could just get the word out about it. But this was in 1997. This was in, you know, dial up, remember? You know, I mean, it was like a thousand years ago in internet years. So I'm like, I don't know what to do. What am I supposed to do here? So I just, I didn't have any money. I just put up this, you know, I got a book on how to do HTML, put up this ramshackle website. I, I self-published a book. Then a year later, I met Jack Canfield from Chicken Soup for the Soul. I showed him my self-published book, handed it to him. He loved it. He sent it to the Chicken Soup publisher. And that's how my first book was published called Permission to Succeed way back in 1999. And that's the first place where affirmations were ever mentioned. Um, and that was then people started writing me and getting these incredible results using app formations like doubling their income, quitting smoking, overcoming addiction, losing weight, saving their marriage, finding the love of their lives. Um, we've even had people who were gonna commit suicide and they read, read one of my books and they said, you know, I decided not to take my life. So we've just had incredible, incredible success stories with app formations and power habits over the years. And, you know, what we call it now, or, you know, my, the people who follow me call it the Affirmations Revolution. Um, thank you for that. I really enjoyed learning more about Affirmations. And that's really carried out into the popular culture is to ask the question instead, instead of telling yourself something that isn't true and giving yourself a cognitive dissonance there. Okay, so tell me about three big mistakes that you feel smart people make that keep them stuck. And all of this is because we're, you know, our goal here is to help people live a high vibration life. And some people think they're going to work their way into high vibration. Of course, work is part of life and there's no getting around it. But tell me what's wrong with that kind of thinking. Tell me about the three big mistakes. All right. Well, the first big mistake that I talk about is, you know, something that, uh, you know, that I talk about a lot, which is you having these unconscious blocks to your success, which I call your head trash. So what is your head trash? Your head trash is very simply the negative self-talk that says, I can't do it. And 
more specifically, it says, I can't do it because, and then you just fill in the blank, right? I can't do it because I'm too old. I can't do it because I don't have the time. I can't do it because I can't afford it. I can't do it because I don't know the right people or I've tried everything or I didn't graduate from college or I'm a woman or you know whatever it might be, right? Whatever the person's head trash might be that's keeping them stuck. And so why is it so important to get rid of your head trash? Well, one of the big reasons it's so important is because if you don't get rid of your head trash, you're going to believe that guy in your head that says, I can't do it because, which means you're going to stay stuck and you're gonna stay limited your whole life. Now there's an old saying that I'm sure we've all heard, it's attributed to Henry Ford. He said, whether you believe you can or you can't, you're right. And isn't that amazing? Because we always make ourselves right, don't we, right? So if you're there saying, well, I can't do it because, guess what you're gonna do? Prove yourself right, you know? And you're gonna say, well, I can't do it because I don't have the time. And then you see, you get all these excuses about why you don't have the time. But meanwhile, we all have the same amount of time. You know, last time I checked, the earth rotates the same, you know, 24 hours for every person on this planet, from Bill Gates and Mark Cuban to Richard Branson to, you know, people who don't have any money and everybody in between. So the point is that saying you don't have time is absolutely a lie, but it's a great way to keep yourself from the changes that you want. And so you can literally go through all of this head trash. And so the point is, one of the things that I, you know, teach people and you know, I'll share with your audience right here is how can you start to get rid of your head trash? Well, the very simple thing that you can do right now is to write down five negative beliefs you have about whatever it is you're trying to do. So whether it's, you know, live a more high vibration life, whether it's to lose weight, whether it's to grow your business, make more money, find love, you know, whatever it may be. If you don't have that, if you're trying to go from where you are to where you want to be, and you know, you're you're feeling stuck or you're feeling frustrated, you know, maybe spend a lot of money or effort, whatever, and you're feeling stuck, write down what are those negative beliefs that you're telling yourself? What's your I can't do it because? And then really see how those beliefs are affecting you. And just to tell you a quick story, one of my clients, uh, her name is Susan, and she was listening to me on, in fact, a program just like this recently. And she heard my story and just, it really resonated with her. So she got in touch with me on my website and she just said, Noah, you know, your story just so resonated with me. And I found out, you know, and us working together that she had spent $60,000 on all the self-help programs out there, every guru, every self-help program you can imagine. And she was $60,000 in credit card debt. So she was about to go bankrupt. She was about to lose her home. She was about to lose her marriage because her husband literally said, I can't take it anymore. You know, you're buying all this self-help stuff and we're not getting better. We're getting worse. We're going down, not up. And so he was frustrated. She was frustrated. So she heard me and she said, just something spoke to me. So she started using Powered Habits. She started using Affirmations. Long story short, she realized that she had been blocking herself with all this head trash for many years. And so she, you know, just was able to get rid of it. Within a period of less than one year, she landed her dream job as a TV producer. She's now the executive TV producer for a national TV show. She's been nominated twice for an Emmy Award. She's been nominated twice for Emmy Awards, and she's actually just published her first book. And now she has a six-figure income doing what she loves. And all of that happened because of getting rid of her head trash. I love inspiring stories. Thank you for sharing that. So. Um, another thing I hear you talk about a lot, Noah, is the inner game and the outer game of success. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yes, absolutely. So in any human endeavor, 
we have the inner component and the outer component. So on our campus at successclinic.com, we just say inner game and outer game. So the inner game are the things that happen between your ears that you can't see directly, but you see the effects of them. So those would be things like your beliefs, your thoughts, you know, the, the decisions that you make. Those are invisible. You can't see them, but you see the effects of them, right? So that's what we call your inner game. Then you have the outer game, which are the things you can see directly. Those would be things like your habits, your lifestyle, your systems, strategies. Let's say, you know, for people in business, you know, the things you have to do or in your job, in your career, you have to do, maybe you have to do sales, maybe you have to do marketing, maybe you have to do all these, you know, you know customer service or whatever it is that your, your job or your career, or your business entails. And also in life, right? In your relationships, you have the inner game. What are the thoughts and beliefs that you have? You know, again, talking about that head trash, maybe you've got a lot of negative beliefs or things from the past that you're holding on to that are keeping you stuck. And then you've got the outer game of the actual things that you do in your relationships, your health, everything. So the point is your inner game and outer game literally affects everything that you do. And so one of the you know reasons that we've helped our clients succeed to a really great extent, even after going to all these other programs for years and spending tens of thousands of dollars like Susan did and many of my other clients. I mean, what we do is we take a very holistic approach and we look at, okay, where are you stuck in your inner game? And where may you be stuck in your outer game? Because most of the people that come to us are stuck in, I mean, either one of those or both. And usually it's a little bit of both. Thank you. So Noah, I really love how your high vibration life listeners can get some really great tips that will help them move forward in their goals. And it has to start between the ears there. You have to be conscious of the inner game and that it's not just about effort and gutting it out and rolling boulders uphill. We all know people who are rolling a lot of boulders uphill, but there are Donna Eden who wrote the book, energy medicine talks about how, and I I refer to this a lot about how we are incongruous or we are stuck when we are trying to move forward, but our energies are moving backwards or the other way around, you know, when we are not moving in the same direction that, that our energy fields are for whatever reason, because we're stuck in, negative thinking or in lack of belief in ourself or in the opportunity that we're working in or in the other people around us. And there's so many different aspects to it, but choosing into high vibe belief sets is part of it. And I really think like you, I really think that you have a lot to offer in helping people turn that sort of inner chatter that we have going on all the time around. So tell us how people can learn more about you and what you do and how they can get your your new book, Get Rid of Your Head Trash. How can they get it free? Tell us where they can find you. Absolutely. You could just go to our website, noahstjohn.com. So that's my name, N-O-A-H-S-T-J-O-H-N.com, noahstjohn.com. And it's right there on the homepage. And you can just get, um, you know, let me see a picture there. It's called Get Rid of Your Head Trash. And I walk you through the five steps of literally how to get rid of your head trash, uh, which we also call the power habit system. Um, so, you know, I've taught this system to CEOs, to stay-at-home moms, to teenagers, uh, you know, people in the military, athletes, celebrities. I mean, just it, whatever walk of life you are and, you know, whatever it is that you do and whatever it is you're trying to do, think about it this way. What area of your life don't your habits affect? Nowhere, right? Your habits affect everything that you do. And so, you know, we, we talk about it in business. We talk about it in relationships and health, whatever it is that you're trying to accomplish. Our job here at my company, successclinic.com is just very simply to help you master the inner game and the outer game of success so that you can get the results that you want in your life. And so when you do that, everything becomes easier. 
everything becomes far less stressful and you get out of those bad habits like procrastination, addiction, overwhelm, stress, you know, just working too hard to get the results that you want. So all of that's available. Um, again, it's Get Rid of Your Head Trash is the name of the book and it's available at noahstjohn.com. Well, with that, thank you so much for being on the show today. Noah St. John, I learned so much from you. My pleasure. It's my, it's, it's my honor. Thank you. Hope you're inspired by hearing from Noah St. John. He's a wonderful friend and a deeply heart-centered entrepreneur. For more information about where to find him, check out the show notes at greensmoothiegirl.com slash episode 16. See you next time.